Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our extra special 100 extra episode. Special. 100. We said we're going to do something fantastic. We're going to do something fantastic. But we, we lied. <laughs> no, I thought I thought we decided that we were going to charge people like triple what we normally charge <laughs> as a right, special, yeah. like a, it's a, a collector's edition of That's Cornerstone right. Conversations. And a limited edition. A lim- a limited edition Cornerstone yes. Conversations, valued much higher. Priceless. It's priceless. Yeah. Yes. And you get it for only three times the regular price. Correct. Which is... For our dedicated listeners. Zero. If this is your first episode joining <laughs> us, uh, then it's four times yeah. as much. <laughs> That's right. Wow, man. 400 episodes. Yeah, it's not 400 episodes. 100 episodes. Why did I say 400? Because <laughs> you're saying $400. Oh, yeah. You got confused. I, no, I didn't say $400. No. It was four times as oh, much. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. See, that's... I don't even listen to you. Yeah. What? What? I wonder if anyone else does. A <laughs> 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 hundred, one hundred episodes. That's amazing. Of Cornerstone it? Conversations. Who would have thought from such humble beginnings? <laughs> who, would have, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, what, Matt, what, what, what a journey. <laughs> we started a series. We did. I, I said Sorry. it was a... Sort of a series, actually, on Sunday, didn't you I? You said it was a. We're going to have a sort of a series, yeah. Yeah, because it's. I don't know. It, it's a collection of messages heard by themselves that would still make sense. I think that's why I said that. Oh, yeah. So it's not a. You have to watch yeah. or listen to part one, two, three, four, five, six, no, and but seven. You should. You because should. they will go together. They'll yeah. Connect. Yeah. I, yeah. So it is sort of a series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what is the what is the sort of series called, Neil? Called and chosen. Is it? Or is it chosen and called? (laughs) Cold and chosen. Cold and chosen. Yeah, Yeah. and I really just wanted to just do a bit of a series on the first first of all that if we are Christians, we've obviously all been chosen. Yep. Um, But sort of this first week's message sort of shows that everybody's chosen. So it's more we choose. We choose. We choose. Yeah, that's how we're chosen is we choose to respond really yes, to the master. True, true. And then we're all called then to do something and yep. and really I think part of this is that um I guess I want our church to be active Christians. Yeah. And to realise that we're actually called to something, but also in that to really Talk about how we're often fed the line, you know, basically, which I think is a little bit of a worldly line in some ways. Dream big. You can be whatever you want to be. You know, think big all the time. Mm. If you're going to have something called of God, then it has to be big and massive and important and public. And I really don't think that's the case. Yeah. And it sort of devalues the everyday call that's on all of our lives and also the the specific call that we might be called to as though, you know, you can't be content in what God's calling you if it's yep. not amazing, um, yeah. if you know what I mean. Absolutely. I think I think everything that God calls us into is amazing, yeah. really, at the end of the day. But, yeah, I think I think you put it as the the attitude of go big or go home yeah. on, on Sunday. And, and so, yeah, I think that, that is, a tra- is a trap uh, for us is that that we we find ourselves in a place where if it's not something huge and, and completely world changing and mm. and everything then it's not it's not God's call it's yep 
you know, it's like a, it's just something that we do instead or something or, or, yeah. or don't do anything at all because it's not in our eyes that, that massive impacting yes. world changing yep. thing. It's ordinary and unimportant. So why bother? Yeah. Da- no it's, a, it's a dangerous frame of mind to be in, I think. And, oh, definitely. And a great challenge for us uh, starting on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, to, to just be reminded that, that God has, has chosen each and every single person. Mm. Um, and as you say, it's, it's our, choose, our, choose, our choice, <laughs> yes. if we choose, uh, <laughs> that, that gift. Um, but then also that, that God then calls us into, into different things. Yeah. Both big and small. That's right. Um, all which have eternal impact. Yeah, and I think too also part of that, just as a thinking about it now, yep. sometimes even if God did call you into something big, yeah, it doesn't mean you neglect the small things God's called you into Absolutely, as well. absolutely. Um, because they're yep. just as important in, in adding up. Most definitely. Yeah, so the story that I was looking at is um, in Matthew chapter 22, yep. verse 1 to 14. You can also find it in Luke, and in that's Luke chapter 14. Okay. And... So Jesus had been invited to a feast actually at this time. So he's in the house of a Pharisee. It was a Sabbath and they were talking about stuff. And, you know, he, he talked about how he noticed at the feast that they were at that everyone was jostling for the most important positions and started talking about humility, you know. Yep. Um, if you have a, a feast, don't just invite the special people. Invite other people as well, um, you know, that... You know, and if you're going to go somewhere, don't sit in the most important seat, or you might be embarrassed because they'll say, "Oh, wait a minute, that's reserved for someone else." Mm. Um, yeah, and I was just thinking about that, and then Jesus started talking about the wedding feast. Yeah, that it's a parable, so it's you know everyday things that bring out a, a spiritual truth. Yeah, and very much talked about, um, you know, the king having his son getting married, so invited you know, all the people that he'd invite. And then on the day of the wedding, sent out messengers to, to gather them all together and they all came up with excuses, you know. It's yeah. like, yep. you know, I've just bought two ox, um, you know, I've got this farm, I've just got married, whatever it might be, oh, we're not attending. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, Matt, but I do, I actually really do like dressing up for special occasions. I love it when there's something amazing on. Yep. And this feast out of all of them, like you're talking about the king's son's wedding. Yeah. Now it's worth it just for the feed, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like and and as you say, it's the it's the king's wedding. It's yeah. not it's not your next door neighbour. Yep. Or even even just a a friend from school or something that's getting married. But this is yep. the this is the king. And and as I think as you said on on Sunday, you know, you think about royalty putting on a wedding. It's like mm. pulling out all the stops, yeah, and, that's right. and the food is immaculate, and the you know just the the even to be invited yeah is is like just this incredible privilege um mm. you know and and yet in yeah, this story yeah. everyone's refusing the invitation yeah and you know i just have to share this verse again it's one of my favorite ecclesiastes 9 7 and 8 yep. so go ahead eat your food with joy drink your wine with a happy heart for god approves of this wear fine clothes with a splash of cologne yep like to me there's part of what we are as Christians and when God's talking about, you know, when we're finally in the end days, it's called the wedding feast of the lamb, you know, where yeah. we're having this amazing celebration. Yeah. And 
I think that sometimes we forget that, you know, we, we don't celebrate big occasions as much as we used to. Um, well, it doesn't seem, maybe maybe I'm just not invited. <laughs> maybe that's yeah, it. maybe that's I'm just it. not popular anymore. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, but you know, like special occasions used to be really well celebrated yep. in the past. And, yep. um, you know, it, it's something amazing. And I just love those verses because it just reminds me that, you know what, it's actually all right. Yeah. Go out and have fun. Life's not meant to be all serious and, you know, God actually approves of it is what it says there, you know. Um, God approves of you being happy, you know, eating well, you know, having a good time, you know, going to a wedding and crunching out something on the dance floor or whatever. Um, Matt, you don't dance, do you? No. 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 Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just dance on the basketball court. Yeah, not even then, I don't <laughs> no. think. No. Oh. no. Well, there you go. So, anyway, the importance of what Jesus was talking about there was the king had this feast, invited yep. them, um, and he prepared the wedding. Yep. But they refused to come. Um, then he sent out more messengers. Yep. Tell them, no, wait a minute, the table's set. It's ready, ready to go, and he's sort of a bit you know, I guess assertive in this way, but also like a bit desperate. Hey, guys, I actually got everything ready. I need some guests. Yeah. Um, and the bulls and fatted calves have been killed. Everything's ready come. And they ignored him, went out with their business. Others actually killed the messengers. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I was like, uh, yeah. on Sunday, I was like, well, that's a pretty bizarre reason to actually kill someone. Yeah. Yeah, come, come along to this amazing feast and party and... Yeah, no, thank you. Let me kill you instead. Let me kill you instead. <laughs> so, wow. That's yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. So the king then destroyed them for murdering his messengers and that. Of course. Um, so he had some other messengers. He said, go out yeah. to the street corners, invite everyone you see. Yeah. So the servants brought in everyone they could find, good and bad alike. The banquet hall was filled with guests. So I guess this is where I, you know, start to... Think about the call of God yep. and the chosenness by God. Because yep. some will say, you know, there's certain people are chosen, some aren't. But as I look at this parable, Jesus is saying, no, everyone was invited. Yeah. Like he literally said, it's not just put out a general invitation. He said, go and look for them. Yeah. And I think in one of the other versions, it talks about the highways and byways. So yep. in ditches, I think it even says in one of yeah, them yeah. that, yep. you know, you're finding everybody and there's an invitation, and so the hall became filled with guests. Um, and as Jesus is telling this, some of the Pharisees are starting to get the idea that he's talking about the Jewish people. Yep. And they're refusing to come to God. Yep. So I'm going to invite the Gentiles. Um, but then he goes on a little bit further and talks about another person um, that was invited and actually went to the wedding. And he wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. And he says, why are you here without the wedding clothes? Um, so, some people have written and said, you know, that in, the, in those days the the, uh, the king or whatever would give you something to wear, yep. um, a white linen coat. Yep. And this guy was not wearing it. Yep. Uh, he had no reply and he was cast out. And then yep. Jesus finished, for many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. And I was sort of like, well, actually, it's almost like many are called. Yep. Few choose. Yep. Because everyone was invited. Yeah. Um, and no one that didn't come to the wedding wasn't invited to come to the wedding. They refused to come. 
Yeah. And yeah, I, I guess that is the importance that I wanted everyone to know. Wait, you have actually been chosen. You've been yeah. invited. It's yeah. not, you know, a bad thing. Um, you're not missing out. And the three different types of people there that really you can notice is number one, the people who are indifferent. And so start to apply that to our own lives and what we do as a church, what we do yep. as the people of God. Um, how do we live our lives? Is it that, you know, let, let's just say God wanted to do something at church on Sunday. Yep. He wanted to turn up. The presence of God was there to do something, uh, change your life, change your heart, yep. heal your body, whatever yep. it might be. Yep. The table's set. Yep. And we come to church with this indifferent attitude, like, you know, we're actually, or we don't even come or to church. Come. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned a Keith Green song that, you know, he, he said in it, um, you know, Jesus rose from the grave and you, you can't even get out of bed. Yeah. And I remember listening to that as a kid and I was like, wow, that's pretty challenging. Yeah. You know, what am I actually doing with what God has given me to do? That indifference. Mm. Um, yeah. You ever, have you ever suffered with that, Matt? Yeah, I think I think sometimes there is that, whereas there is that place where we just take what what Jesus did for us for granted. You know, I love I love the fact that we share in communion every every Sunday mm. at church. I remember, you know, growing up at, at different churches and whatever that there would be times when you know it would be once a month that we would do communion, and and there would be times where I find that this the disconnect from from communion, and you almost go through the just go through the motions. Yeah, um, I guess the same thing could apply if we did that every week as well, depending on what attitude mm. you come with too. But, um, you know, just that reminder being there of, of what Jesus did on the cross, I think helps yeah. with, with that process. But, but certainly there's times when it's, yeah, it's almost like you just take it for granted or, you know, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, that's, right. that's, that's nice. And yeah, you know, yeah. thanks. Thanks Jesus. But yeah. Yeah. You know, well, like, well, and then, <laughs> Yeah. How how is it that we get into that place? You know, know, like you just think again. It's you think about what Jesus did hmm. for us, the implication of what that means, that invitation. Yeah. Um. The, you know, the the welcoming into God's family and the acceptance into a place of eternal life and the forgiveness and the healing and and all of that that comes through the cross. And yet, yep. we still find ourselves at times in this place of yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know. So and, we'll hear the news. Hey, man. You know, last week there's two yep. people got saved. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Meanwhile, yeah. the angels are having a celebration yeah. in heaven. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and again, I get. I think just from the message on Sunday, that reminder of who is it that's inviting us, you know, yeah. and and what does that look like? And you know, it's the it's the King of Kings, yeah, who is inviting us to this wedding celebration. And mm. it's like, ah, oh, yeah, no, I'm a bit busy today. Or <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, exactly. Yeah, and and you know, we can see it. All the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, then you had the antagonistic ones. So they were actually the ones who, in the story, they killed the messengers. Yep. You know, that it's actually that hatred for God and the things yeah. of the kingdom. And uh, honestly, we obviously see that around everywhere. But it's mm. it's it's beyond the I'm too busy living my own life to actually I hate you, God. I'm actually yep. going to kill your messengers. I'm going to yep. be anti-you. Yeah. Um, and... You know, so there's that heart. And look, I actually think we could get into that stage as a Christian too at times, yep. you know, where we're just like, I mean, I know I've heard of, I do hear people still say, you know, oh, you know, blah, 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 I hate the church. Yep. I'll never go to a church again. Yep. Oh, you know, 
you know, Christians are all hypocrites. It's just yeah. not true statements. Yeah. Um, yes, people get hurt in churches, of course they Absolutely. do. Absolutely. You know, but yeah. where it actually becomes a hardening of heart towards the things of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and unchanged. Yeah. Now, that one there is actually, to me, it's like, guys, if you're a Christian, you need to change. And, yeah. And so you see that picture of this guy came to the wedding feast, so you could easily think of that as basically a faker. Yeah. Um, so you invited in, you come in, but you're only making an appearance. There's literally no heart change. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, that is one of those things. So when it came to the call part of what I was talking about, it's like, you know, sometimes people want this big call from God. Yeah. You know, I want to do something for God. But, you know, you haven't stopped swearing. Yep. And you don't even care to. Yep. You haven't stopped being angry at people. You haven't given up your unforgiveness. Um, whatever it might be, there's certain things that God is actually calling us to. Like he's called us to peace. He's called us to love. He's called us to to worship. Yep. You know, those things that he's called us to. And it's like, God, I just want to do something for you. But, you know, I get home and swear at my wife. Mm. Like, wait a minute. Why would you? Why would God even trust you with that? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. He's not going to call you. No. And Matt, I, I mean, you are, I guess, in charge of employees and stuff like that. Yeah. Who would it be that you promoted? Oh, it's the the one that's that's trustworthy. The one that that does a good job. That's a good a rep, good representative of whatever the role is and and the the organisation that that the person is. Is presenting, mm. um, you know, one that's, you know, honest and trustworthy, and you know, is is representing regardless of whether they're being paid for it or not. You know, during business hours, after business hours, yep. you know, you want you want that person to be in a in a space that, um, yeah, isn't isn't what's the word two faced or yep. you know, is is one person when when they're in the role and a completely different person when they're not in that role. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, mm. yeah. Um, so yeah. it's that, it's that genuine, genuine personality. Yeah. Um, that, that follows after the, the things that the organization is after. And yeah. so, you know, putting that in a church context, it's the, it's the person that is, that is honest and trustworthy, whether they're in public or whether they're in private. Yep. Um, that, you know, follows after the things of God and, and wants to, um, further the kingdom of God and do the things that assist God in in that process of bringing people to Him. You know, like yeah. it's yeah. Bit, it's a bit of a no-brainer, really. It is. Yet at and, the same time, that disregard for yeah. that call. And I mean, I've seen it in workplaces, even where yep. you see the most slackest person wanting pay rises and wanting favor and you know stuff from the boss, and you're like, yep. well, you don't deserve it, like. Yep literally do not deserve it and jesus you know when he when he did another parable about that the parable of the talents it was very clear that he just wants us to do what we can with the abilities he's given us nothing more and so let's just work on being obedient first and yeah um yeah this is a just a quote from spurgeon some people are fakers i actually wrote that bit (laughs) (laughs) but when i was talking about um you know the the person coming in, he came mm. because he was invited, but he came only in appearance. The banquet was intended to honor the king's son, 
But this man meant nothing of the kind. He was willing to eat the good things set before him, but in his heart there was no love either for the king or his well-beloved son. Yeah. And I think that really cuts to the core of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the core of there it. There for selfish means. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, and so the character doesn't change, and it's just this want for something. Yeah. But in actual fact, you'll never receive it, really. No. You can't no. receive that fullness. Um, yeah, and I just I just wanted to sort of uh, quickly do the story of Mrs. Sutherland, who, who I talked about mm. on the weekend, um, yep. mainly because I just think that, you know, and I know there's people like this within our congregation that you wouldn't know what they're doing in life, but yet they've dedicated to God something that they've been called to do. Yeah. And I think that's one of the other things is like when we start looking at calling, what's the one thing? Mm. What's the one thing God wants you to do? Is it that you're the person that looks around and says, you know, my calling is to actually give meals to people who are in need. Yeah. That's a call. Yeah. You know, um, and so she, for about 40 years at least, I know, probably longer, Mm. was in charge of uh, doing religious education in school. Yeah. Fought for it. You wouldn't know what she'd done during that lifetime and you don't know the effect of what, she started at all because yeah. it's inglorious. It wasn't out before the public um, and she certainly wasn't a charismatic and amazingly, you know, magnetic person that would, you know, attract a big crowd or anything like that. Mm. But so faithful that that whole time I knew her, she fought to have RI kept in schools and yeah. I helped her on a couple of occasions, not very often, um, but did, a, did an Easter and a Christmas and something and... They had kids in that classroom with me that their parents had ticked, yep, they're a Protestant or a Catholic or East, whatever, yep. Eastern Orthodox. Yep. They came to hear about Jesus at Easter and Christmas and were allowed to do that program. Yeah. Now, I know those kids didn't go to church, most of them. Yep. But yet, here was a chance to actually share the gospel with them mm. and have an opportunity to, to preach Christ. Yep. Um, that would have been thousands of kids over that time. Absolutely. But I bet yeah. you know one knows who she is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and, yep. and I think, you know, that's the whole thing is like um, the other story I told was the giant turnip where um, there's a big turnip, the farmer tried to pull it out, couldn't, gets his wife, gets the kids, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, what, what was the last one, a dog or a duck? I don't, I don't, know. I don't even know the, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know the story, dude. So. Anyway, basically, get, they're all it, pulling yes. really hard on this yes, turn. It won't come yes. out. And then this little tiny kid just joins on the end and pulls it and it comes out. Yep, yep. And I think for me, the illustration of that is that don't think what you're doing in the kingdom is insignificant because the breakthrough might not happen because of just the big person at the front, the worship yep. team, the yep. whatever it yep. might be. Um but everyone is meant to be involved in this thing of yeah. kingdom building. Yep. And you may just be the key by doing hardly anything yep. that actually unlocks whatever it might be that God wants to do. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, that's good. Yeah, that's it, I that's think. That's excellent. Really good. Just that, yeah, I, I love love the reminder that that we are chosen, um, you know, that, that freedom that comes um, that is on offer from from God, the mm. the fullness of life and the forgiveness and grace, like I said before, that came through the cross. Yeah, you know, God God chose each and every one of us, and and then we have that choice ourselves whether or not we accept that. 
Mm. Um, and then that God has got stuff for us to do that we're called into and, and not yep. to disregard even the, the littlest thing and just to honor that and to mm. even be in that space of getting out of bed. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, just committing to, to being involved and to, you know, get around each other and encourage each other and, and yep. all of that. Like it, there's, yeah. whether it's what we see as insignificant or something huge, we just got to be active in, in what yep. we feel like God's leading us into um, yeah. and, and honoring that and let each and every person do their thing yeah you know like exactly not look at what everyone else is going on oh well why don't i get to do that or <laughs> yeah, that's right. you know like it's yeah yeah we so true again like we we're talking about the other day you know the the fact that we're all bricks in the in the temple and yep. and each brick serves a different purpose yep you know each brick is molded and shaped into the right shape to fit in perfectly in the temple yeah um and and so that's that's us as the church you know to be in that space of just Filling the role that we need to fill that God is putting us into yep. so that as a whole we can be this amazing, fully functioning body that has yeah. every part working and and people invited into that space. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, well, we might have, I don't know, whatever. You might be attending a church with this amazing preacher. You go along and you love their messages and whatever, like, and you know they're life-changing Someone might walk in not really connected with anything and you know what keeps them in the church? Not that. It, it might be someone said hello to them. Yeah. You know, invited them to the house for lunch or, or for yeah. coffee or yep. or even just acknowledged them. Yeah. And then they stay. Then they hear the word. Then they get saved at church or, you know, they connect through you and get saved or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. But it's not insignificant. No. Definitely not. It's not insignificant. It's actually, that that is one of the things, you know, as people of this church, we are called to be friendly and welcoming. And, you know, part of our mission statement or, or our purpose statement is leading people into God's family. Yeah. And you can't bring people into a family if you don't welcome them in. Yeah, <laughs> Do you no, know that's what I mean? right. Absolutely. You know, yeah, we want to lead people into God's family, but we won't say hello to anyone. Yeah. And we won't invite them into our table. Mm. And so, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, it's small, but so important. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Matt. No, it's good. Looking forward to the rest of our sort of series. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. For this 100th episode, we yes. should go for 100 minutes. 100 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no, we won't do that. But All right. Anyway, excellent. Well, thanks for uh, your support, everyone out yes, there. Yes, thank you. And uh, listening and whatever. Yep. Here's to the next hundred. Yes. Yep. See you later. See ya. <laughs>